Fusion News. Welcome to your regular Fusion News update, brought to you by the Fusion Industry Association. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Fusion Industry Association channel. My name is Sid Cowley. I am a PhD student working at the Cullum Center for Fusion Energy and studying at the University of York. Today is Friday, the 3rd of September, and I'm here to give you your weekly Fusion News Roundup. Stories today include 1. U.S. Lab stands on the threshold of key nuclear fusion goal. 2. Investors get serious about nuclear fusion, energy's eternal grail. 3. The race to give nuclear fusion a role in the climate emergency. 4. Updated state-of-the-art computer code could advance efforts to harness fusion energy on Earth. And as always, I've got a bonus story as well. 1. U.S. Lab stands on threshold of key nuclear fusion goal. So this first story I am super excited to share with everyone because it is big, really big. It's so significant, in fact, that this week it's featured in a multitude of different news outlets, including the BBC, Nature, New Scientist, Bloomberg, The Guardian, The Telegraph, and many, many more. But what is the story about? Well, this story centers around the National Ignition Facility, or NIF for short, a facility in the US dedicated to inertial fusion research. Originally set up in 2009, the original goal of NIF was to achieve ignited fusion reactions by focusing 192 laser beams onto a millimeter-sized capsule of frozen fuel surrounded by a gold casing. The idea here is that the intense radiation from the lasers can compress the fuel into the extremely high densities and temperatures required for fusion, and create massive amounts of energy. When NIF first started out, however, the energies they were getting out of these shots were a lot lower than they expected and desired. And so they spent the last 10 years or so really fine-tuning their experiments to try and increase this energy yield from each shot. The great news is that these fine-tunings have been working. So much so, in fact, that NIF recently announced a record-breaking energy yield of 1.3 megajoules in a single shot that they did. This record is eight times what they achieved previously this year, 25 times greater than their previous record in 2018, and almost a thousand times better than what they started with in 2011. Now, the actual outputted energy of 1.3 megajoules isn't actually that large. It's about the energy required to boil a kettle, for example. But to put this in perspective, in the small fraction of a second that the shot took place over, the power, the fusion power created by the fuel was roughly 700 times the average power generated by the US national grid. Now records like these are always so exciting for everyone in the fusion community, in part because they show just how rapid progress can be made in certain fusion technologies. And they also show how tantalizingly close we are to certain key fusion milestones. In this recent shot from NIF, for example, the energy outputted from the shot was roughly 70% of the inputted energy from the lasers. This is rapidly approaching a key milestone called break-even, where the input energy and output energy are the same. What's more, with these incredibly high output energies, researchers at NIF expect that they're approaching a regime called ignition, where the fuel can heat itself using fusion reactions. What's also important to remember is that NIF has been operating with essentially the same laser since 2009. And to think how much laser technology has progressed since then, it's exciting to think what one could do if you built a new facility today. Now, despite this incredible progress, researchers at NIF and in the general fusion community are quick to highlight the fact that 
there's still a ways to go. In this BBC News story, inertial fusion physicist Professor Jeremy Chittenden acknowledges that turning this concept into a renewable source of electrical energy is likely to be a long process and will involve overcoming substantial technical challenges, such as being able to recreate this experiment several times a second to produce a steady source of power. Despite this though, it's still an incredibly motivating result for the entire fusion community. Two, investors get serious about nuclear fusion, energy's eternal grail. So while our first story covered a recent scientific breakthrough, this next story from Bloomberg gives a great overview as to the financial status of fusion as an industry. Focusing first on private investment, the article highlights how 300 million US dollars has been invested into private fusion companies in North America and Europe over the past year, beating both 2019 and 2020. Key recipients of these investments include TAE Technologies, First Light Fusion, and General Fusion. The announcements of those investments have also been covered on our channel before. The article also discusses the fact that back in December, the US government authorized 4.7 billion US dollars worth of spending on fusion energy research, which shows the commitment and enthusiasm of public bodies as well as private investors. Three, the race to give nuclear fusion a role in the climate emergency. Our next story comes from The Guardian and uses the recent big announcement from NIF as a jumping off point to discuss the general state of fusion, particularly as a tool to combat climate change. The article praises recent scientific breakthroughs made by NIF, but also by the Stellarator Wendelstein 7X in Germany, the Chinese Tokamak East, and the European Tokamak Jet. However, with many countries aiming to have net zero carbon emissions by 2050, it's unclear as to whether fusion technology will advance fast enough to contribute to decarbonization. The article argues that fusion will need a rapid acceleration over the next few years, but says this still might be possible. Citing the recent COVID pandemic and the rapid development of the first mRNA vaccine, the article argues that such great scientific acceleration can be achieved with enough political and economic will. Four, updated state-of-the-art computer code could advance efforts to harness fusion energy on Earth. So researchers at the US Department of Energy's Princeton Plasma Physics Laboratory have used supercomputers and state-of-the-art computer code to simulate plasmas in spherical tokamaks under a wider range of conditions than ever before. This new capability helps researchers determine when the plasma should behave calmly and when it should occasionally exhibit bursts of energy from the plasma edge known as edge localized modes. These new simulations unexpectedly reveal that whether or not the plasma exhibits these bursts of energy depends on the resistivity of the plasma, the property of a material that prevents electric current from flowing through it. Princeton plasma physicist Andreas Kleiner said, the previous computer codes could not simulate plasma behavior as accurately as we would like, but the model presented in this paper produces improved simulations that could help us learn how to more effectively stabilize the plasma and extract its heat to make electricity. Right, so our final and bonus story today comes from General Fusion. And for those of you who have watched our channel before, you know that we've covered General Fusion's prototype demonstration plant, which is designed by architect Amanda Levette. This General Fusion demonstration plant this week has featured in a design and architecture magazine called Design, which has an article on eight power plants that are architecturally significant. We really recommend you check it out. Right, well, that's all for Fusion News this week. I really hope you enjoyed, and if you did, please feel free to leave a like, subscribe, and check out our Fusion News podcast as well. As always, if any of these stories caught your interest, the links and further information will be in the description. Thanks for watching.
You have been listening to Fusion News, brought to you by the Fusion Industry Association. Thank you.